Welcome to the Wonderland. A podcast with coaches Amanda Jones and Alex Linares. Listen in as they drop down the rabbit hole to explore reality, suffering and awakening. Leave your worries and fears behind and get ready for a taste of the Wonderland. Welcome to episode 24 of The Wonderland, Self-Help Baggage Claim. I'll start with um, a quick quote um, by an unlikely source. So this is from the Cleveland Clinic. Self-fulfilling prophecies occur when a prediction brings about its own fulfillment. In layman's term, that means that if you believe something to be true, you'll act as if if it were true and your actions double down on your prediction to make it a reality. It's kind of a vicious cycle. So this conversation came (laughs) up um, after actually several things happened at once, Mm -hmm. as it usually does, right, for these topics. So you had a conversation with a client. I had a conversation with a client. Then someone, a mutual friend, brought it up in, in a meeting and there was this idea of these things that we believe that we can trace back to a self-help book that we read yeah. somewhere along the way, right? And mm-hmm. But they become so embedded in the way, in our framework of how the world works that it, it what, what it did for us <laughs> when we first heard it, maybe some freedom that we felt... Mm-hmm. It, it it starts feeling heavy. So the one thing that was a tool for us in some way, shape or form at some point, it's now really heavy for us. And then it becomes um, enveloped in the rest of life, right? And then all these assumptions that we make about life. So when this came up, I started really thinking about, you know, what are some of the big ones? And, and the law of attraction was the, the one that came up and and comes up a lot, right? Like, oh, and, and that's why this quote from the Cleveland Clinic floored me that it had, you know, that that it's talking about this as if it's a thing, right? A psychological yeah. thing that that comes up for for a lot of us. And it's interesting that, you know, the the law something like the law of attraction, you know, the secret came out forever ago. I think it was one of the first like huge bestsellers. Um uh, in in that era of of self help, it it it's tricky. It's it plays in the background, and and the way that it shows up is you know oh I'm having this persistent thought, and if I keep thinking it, it's going to happen, mm-hmm. or or I'm or I'm going to cause it in some way, which is mm-hmm. that's where it gets really heavy. Like oh my god, this thing that I can't control, right? My thoughts. Um, will somehow create something out there in the reality uh, that I'm experiencing for myself or for others. And um, we, I started exploring this in my life and it was just waves and waves. And, you know, it came to you via text messages for about 10 minutes <laughs> of just seeing um, um, everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Your children are here to teach you something. You're given the family, you know, that, that you need to, to learn something in this world. And you can, at some point, those may be helpful. Those may be what soothes you into the next moment. 
but really sitting back and investigating that you're bringing that baggage, right? That, that, that does become baggage and having a really honest exploration of those things that, that you may be able or, or may be ready to go into the burn pile. Yeah. Um, that's that's really what we wanted to explore today with our little cheeky <laughs> title is yeah yeah there's just you're you're claiming this baggage as it comes through right you're seeing <laughs> it go through in the little uh, you know you're at the the you know bottom floor of that airport seeing your baggage go through and and then see it for what it is it's something that that was useful like any other concept um and then where is it so embedded that you don't even see it anymore perhaps mm-hmm. so yeah i love i love this because it's it it's very similar well it's it is the burn pile but with a focus on the specific um concepts that we have learned if 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 you have been somebody who reads a lot of self help books in the past um it, the irony is if if there was a self to help, there'd only be one book written, not 500 million books. So that this is, you know, the clue is right there in this whole helping of the self that just perpetuates suffering. It perpetuates, perpetuates illusion and, um, uh, like a, a cycle, vicious cycle, like, like that. <laughs> the first quote said, When my client asked, uh, she mentioned something. She said the phrase, I just don't want it to be a self-fulfilling prophecy. And I was taken aback because I had no idea what that meant. Like, I I know what you meant in, you know, our, you know, conversation of what that means in society. But I really could not figure out what she was, what she was talking about when she said that a self-fulfilling prophecy. There is no self to fulfill anything. It's a thought. The prophecy uh, is a prediction, which is another thought. (laughs) It's just, it kind of all collapsed and it couldn't come back together again for me to help her with that. So I shared that with her and we went through a gorgeous exploration of of that, of the fear of something being um, fulfilled, either for good or bad. And that whole, um, it's, it's really a distraction in the mind. I don't know what it's distracting from, but it's so interesting to see how these things start to feel heavy and these concepts start to be revealed to maybe, like you said, be helpful in a moment of thought, but that's where they live and die. Yeah. There's nothing to reclaim at the baggage claim. You can walk away and leave it there. And when I when I started looking at the the concepts that that I've I can identify I've carried with me and you know kind of run in in the background of some experiences, what I saw was what I always see when I look at anything that my brain is doing or or my mind and this process is, of being is doing. It's trying to find an explanation. Mm-hmm. What the hell is going on here? Just trying to draw a conclusion. And in order for a conclusion to be drawn, the concept of cause and effect needs to be real. Yeah. And what a lot of these concepts, a law of attraction or a lot of the explanations of of maybe some of our suffering or some of the, the um, experiences that 
um, feel negative or hard in, in our lives. We're just trying to make sense of them. And, and these concepts package something up in a couple of sentences mm-hmm. in a way that it explains it, it has it, it in, in the basis of cause and effect. And that's what's soothing. It, it closes yeah. that loop within mm-hmm. the brain because it's, it's amazing how we, what, what is exhausting. And when you talk to someone about anxiety or it's the, that, that repetitive running of the mind, the revved up mind, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of what we experience as, as something um, negative. And what this does is that it collapses it into a nice concept and then it moves on to something else, right? That it's trying to yeah. explain. But then that feels, and, and the more you do that, the more, and this is where it starts shifting and, and maybe not being helpful is that when we take that concept and try to apply it across different things, kind of bring our, our soothing balm across mm-hmm. a lot of different experiences, we're bypassing a lot of information. Mm-hmm. We're bypassing a lot of the the moment to moment experiencing, and then we start that. Then maybe our mind is well. Usually, our mind is the last one to catch up. But that's not working anymore. Like we're we're extending it beyond what it was useful in the moment, as the brain does with anything. It does it with food. Yeah. It does it with alcohol. Yes. It does it yeah. with everything. Yes. Yeah. The 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 idea of or the sense of con- constancy is a survival aspect of the brain, I believe. So if one um, self-help phrase soothes and closes a thought loop, that gets logged, right? And it gets repeated across the board, like you said. But it starts to feel very artificial, like some sort of artificial sweetener that's kind of bitter, doesn't, doesn't really work. It doesn't soothe. It doesn't close the loop. Instead, it creates more loops with what is wrong with me now here's something I really can't deal with the other stuff was I apparently was not as bad I guess but now this I really can't with it so that I think it creates more self-thought loops instead of which is what we were saying about the perpetuating cycle of self-help perpetuates the idea in self yeah and uh, I was reading this funny, um, well, actually it was a psychology, I think it was a Psychology Today article that was talking about positive thinking. And what I, I love that they, they drew attention to the fact that how arbitrary is the line between positive thinking and wishful thinking, mm. right? And that mm. we believe in positive thinking as a state of being like, oh, we can actively, you know, if we're in a positive thinking state, we're going to be experiencing life positive and then positive things are going to happen to us. It's like, well, at what point is it wishful thinking that we're crossing that line? And, and the line from the article is, um, there seems to be a limit at unicorns and golden castles. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's not. <laughs> not in the Wonderland, there's not. not. It? <laughs> but it was just funny to see how arbitrary it yeah. is, right? Because you can sit, sit there and say, I can wish for um, a better job. I can wish for a vacation, um, uh, an exotic vacation. 
I can wish for a unicorn. No, I can't. Right. Like yes. that's where the line is drawn. And I just thought like just going through that and being like, how arbitrary is that person to person? Right. Because yeah. for someone listening to this, they could say an exotic vacation is closer to unicorns for me. Right. Than, right. Than anything. Yeah. So, you know, that's all. And when you look at a lot of self-help, there are these arbitrary lines that need to be drawn in order Mm -hmm. for it to be collapsed into a concept within that cause and effect model uh, that only exists in the brain that is then creating the problem and the solution and everything else. So um, yeah, and I, I just started having a lot of fun with it because once you start looking everything it's like everything raises its hand like oh me 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 like look Mm -hmm. at me like Mm -hmm. how interesting and you know I shared some of these with you Uh, you know one thing about parenting for me was that I hadn't seen was that I really somewhere in the back of my mind there was this story about how I'm supposed to teach my children some kind of lesson right like Mm -hmm. they're my children they were born into this family to learn something very specific. And apparently I've been chasing that for almost 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's exhausting because it's 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 in the concept, right? And and there and some days that can be a beautiful feeling. Like, oh, there's there's something so beautiful in, in thinking that uh, in that belief. And then there's all the other days when when it isn't. And yeah. and then now knowing and, and having that sense that it's just a concept and a conclusion my mind came to, I don't have to change it. I don't need no. to fight it. I don't no. need to get rid of it. To your point, there's you don't have to pick up that baggage, return it, fight it, wrestle it. You can just walk away. Yeah. And it's still going to be there. On the carousel. On the it's carousel, fine. just yeah. going around. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's like anything it, else you've learned. Yes, exactly. It's still on the carousel, but it doesn't hold some golden treasure inside of it. Mm-hmm. Right. It's already been proffered. It's already been um, experienced. But I think in the, in the brain's efficiency, it tends to rehash where the gold is found. Yeah. And like you said before, cause and effect, I think, is vital for that story of um, self-help, how to get somewhere, how to do this, which, you know, beneath it all, what that sounds like to me is a, is a mind thrust into this imaginary dreamland saying, what the hell's going on here? What is this? And if we can just kind of sit back in the wonder of that, rather than carrying our baggage to try uh, of all of all these concepts of what we think is it is so we can control it that's freedom yeah i love that um just tone of compassion that that you you really just brought up because there's in in this question what if all those concepts that that we've learned that were soothing that that seem to to have provided something for us in a moment what if every single one of them already did what it had to yes yes yeah what what if everything that we've learned up to this point has served its purpose and now you're open Mm -hmm. to whatever's in front of you 
right? And just being okay with that. And and some of these things become reference points for us. And that's also okay. It's it's just the process of the brain. Um, yeah. And, and you're also brand new and open every single moment. Yeah. To something I, new. I just read this um, excerpt from Miranda Warren. She was a... Um, a dancer on tour and she wrote this. It says, I smile to notice a thought wondering when, uh, wondering what will happen when the tour is over for all of us. But then another thought answers, you don't get to see the coming attractions. Just watch the movie. And another thought laughs and reminds me there is no one separate watching the movie, just the play of light and shadow. Another thought starts to laugh at the idea of a future, and soon the thoughts are laughing together now, unable to take themselves seriously and dance back into the recesses of my brain. I love that. And I think a huge theme that came up for me in in thinking about this topic and reflecting on on those concepts in my life was really the mystery, right? And and the fact that the the mind and the brain is not in the business of mystery which is <laughs> no. it's not what it does right but everything else is the mystery and we are in that mystery moment to moment except for this um apparent thought experience right that mm-hmm. that keeps narrating and thinks it knows you know slightly after things happen right yes <laughs> and i just I I always go back to that, right? And and really the the discomfort and the comfort of the mystery at mm-hmm. once. Mm-hmm. And and being able to and that's not something to be tolerated. You know, it's not about having more tolerance to discomfort. It's being that you've been in that all along. <laughs> except for a story that says you're not. That's the yeah. part that's fascinating is that we've been Ebbing in and out of of being in the of in within the mystery, just with stories that explain it, and then mm. sometimes we hit the unicorns and golden castles, mm. and then we run out of explanations. But that's all that's happened is yeah. that we run out of explanations. We were always in the mystery. I love that. It's it's not like suddenly boom, unicorns and golden castles appear and and weren't there before. You were actually in reality, and then you're not now. No, it, that's a beautiful way of putting it. It's the assumption and the and the descriptions that make sense that portray not mystery. Yeah, but it's all happening in mystery. Yeah, it's fascinating. So, um, someone who can put better words than than I can to to pretty much everything. I have a poem by Mary Oliver to close. It's called Mystery. Yes, truly, we live with mysteries too marvelous to be understood. How grass can be nourishing in the mouths of the lambs, how rivers and stones are forever in allegiance with gravity, while we ourselves dream of rising. How two hands touch and the bonds will never be broken. How people come from delight or the scars of damage to the comfort of a poem. Let me keep my distance always from those who think they have the answers. Let me keep company always with those who say, look, and laugh in astonishment and bow their heads. 
this has been the Wonderland Podcast. If you'd like to explore further with Amanda or Alex, visit Amanda's website at uncoverispace.com or Alex's website at kanemacoaching.com.